comics, TV, movies, video games, and more. The Comic and Culture Cast. Holy, it's the first episode of the new podcast, Batman. It's time for the Comic and Culture Cast. This is Les, your marvelous Marvel guy. And I may not be from the capital, but this is your DC guy, Josh. This is the first episode of the new podcast. This is pretty exciting. It's really cool to be getting into this new podcast. Let's tell them a little bit about what this podcast is. Yeah, sure. So if you guys are familiar with our old podcast, the Sets and Comic Cast, we wanted to kind of expand beyond just comics. So we're going into all pop culture, video games, movie, TV, of course, comics as well. So yeah. Yes, this is really exciting. We're trying to keep comics at our core still. So mm-hmm. that's still a big part of this. Most things are based on comic or you'll see even manga, the the original print material most things are based off of. Yeah. But we're really excited to get into this. So let's talk a little bit about this episode specifically. It's going to be pretty action-packed, this episode. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Yeah. So this episode, we will go over the recent news, talk Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and the 2018 Game Awards. We'll also review a Venom comic and talk about the Avengers 4 trailer and its new title. Let's get right into it. Yeah, so let's start with the news. With the introduction of this new podcast, we are introducing a new style of news delivery, and we're calling it News Flash, which is kind of cheesy, but you'll see. Um, We're going to give you the recent news in a flash, about 15 minutes to be exact. So I'm going to set a timer, and once 15 minutes are up, we finish our sentence and then just move on with the next segment of the show. So if we don't make it through everything, it moves on to the next episode. Cool. What do you think, Lesh? Sound fun? Sounds great. Let's Let's go right into it. All right. so let's get right into the news flash i'll set a 15 minute timer are you ready yep let's do it all right ready set go all right so the first news that i have is uh in regards to spider-man far from home we were supposed to get a trailer uh today which is december 8th but it looks like it's been delayed uh to probably sometime next week uh they're probably gonna try and tie it into the into the spider-verse movie that comes out next friday so I expect the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer with, within the next few days. That makes a lot of sense. It seems like it'll kind of be passing the baton. Yeah, for sure. From one Spider-Man movie to the other. That makes a mm-hmm. lot of sense for them to wait until this month yeah. to set that off. Mm-hmm. So cool. Let's move on to yep. my first piece of news. And if you look in the show notes last that you have, mm-hmm. I'm going to group the first three of them together. All right. Sounds good. So first of all, it's all about Aquaman here. It's coming up real soon. I think our next episode is actually going to include a review of that movie, right? Oh, yeah. So that'll Sounds be great. exciting. But right now, there's a lot of Aquaman clips online, like less than a minute clips, some a little over, just around the minute mark clips, some even shorter. Mm-hmm. And I haven't watched any of them. I'm not going yeah. to. I'll see them when I go see the movie. <laughs> and then maybe I'll go watch them if some people say, oh, they weren't in the movie or some great controversy like Justice League stuff, which hopefully won't happen. But <laughs> I'm not watching any of that stuff until I see the movie. I don't want any even hint of a spoiler. Yeah. Also, Aquaman has released in China. 
and it made $24.6 million in the first day just in China. That's awesome. So that's really exciting because China is the second largest market for these movies. Mm -hmm. And that is the second largest opening that Warner Brothers has had in China with BVS being the first largest. So that's really cool. Wait, you mean, the you budget. Mean all of Warner Brothers? That's what yeah. I've read. Oh, wow, so. that's awesome. Yeah. It's great. Hey, this is post-production Josh cutting in real quick with a quick correction. It was actually out of DC films, not out of all Warner Brothers. Hey, this is post-production Josh cutting in real quick to make a little quick correction. I misspoke there. It was out of all DC films, not out of all of Warner Brothers films. But there's a little more news that came in while we were recording. And it's that the Saturday numbers came in for the box office for Aquaman in China. Another $37.2 million, which makes a total so far of $61.1 million just from opening all the way through Saturday, just in China too, which makes it seem like it's going to be an $80 million weekend, which is pretty good. All right, so let's go back to the recorded guys. So the budget for that movie was $160 million. Nice. And so it looks like we're off to a great start, mm -hmm. and we can easily go beyond the budget which of course doesn't exactly mean a movie is doing well financially if it goes beyond the budget but i think we are going to do well financially looking at that figure mm -hmm. and seeing how things can grow considering this is from one country yeah for sure first day so that's really exciting and then also warner brothers is reportedly already talking about an aquaman sequel and that's, that's just cool. a report nothing confirmed but that's still good to hear if, if this movie does well when do you think we'll we would get a sequel like 2022 well, I was going to say, I think it'd be about the same as Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was 2017, then 2020, mm -hmm. three years. So three years. So what's three years from now? 2021, 2022. Cool. Yeah. And Sounds maybe great. push to 2022. I don't know, but I'm excited for it. Do you it. think it'd be a summer blockbuster or you think they're going to stick with the December release? That's a good question. Um, with Wonder Woman, it was going to be in mm -hmm. the autumn, winter time, and then they moved it. Um, pushed it back to summer yeah. because they figured you know it was a summer blockbuster did so well there that should do well again i think they're mm -hmm. going to see how this does and if it does exceptionally well maybe they'll keep it at this time frame if it does better than they thought but not as well as it could have done mm -hmm. maybe they'll move it to the summer i don't know we'll see yeah either way i'm excited to hear that they're even thinking about making a sequel for my favorite hero i never would have thought yeah. this would have happened 15 awesome. years ago so congratulations yeah, really cool. josh <laughs> well, thank you <laughs> yeah all right so my uh next news is we also uh sticking with trailers we had a captain marvel trailer that released uh earlier this week i think it came out during some football game or something like that um cool. so yeah you guys can check that out online it comes out in march uh yeah cool yep all right my <laughs> my next thing is the production on the joker movie mm -hmm. is coming to a close we talked a little bit about this in the last episode of the Stetson Comic Cast and how we thought about this movie. Mm -hmm. how originally, we weren't too hyped for it. We thought it was kind of dumb, honestly, and a waste of time. And then as time went on, we got more and more excited. Mm -hmm. um, there is speculation that filming in New York is now completed and that they're going to move on to do all the other scenes that won't take place at the main filming location in New York. Uh, that's just speculation, but people are reporting on it like it is new. So be careful. This is speculation, not confirmed, mm -hmm. but it seems from the way everything is looking that they are finishing up filming in New York and ready to move on to other places, which would mean the bulk of principal photography is completed. Sweet. That's yeah, awesome. so that's really cool. I'm trying to think, do you think they wouldn't tie a trailer in with Aquaman, right? Oh, it's no, way too I think it's way early, early for that. I think we're going to get 
Maybe the Shazam Godzilla. trailer. Oh yes, yeah, Shazam. And maybe a new Shazam trailer would be cool. Yeah. Um, Godzilla trailer definitely I would expect. Um, I would think the earliest time we'd get a Joker trailer would be the Shazam movie. Yeah. Yeah. That would make more sense actually. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, next thing I got. Uh, we have some unfortunate news for Daredevil fans. Uh, Daredevil got canceled at Netflix. Uh, Disney and Marvel have confirmed that it won't be transferring over to their streaming service, which is Disney Plus. But Marvel has confirmed that we are going to see this iteration of Daredevil again. So either he's going to pop up probably in someone's show or... I mean, I would love to see him in a movie, but I don't know how likely that is. But fingers crossed. I I love, love, love this Daredevil. I'm so disappointed they canceled the show. So I'm hoping he will pop up again at some point, uh, hopefully soon. I know they want to add some new shows to their streaming service. So hopefully he'll pop up somewhere there, but... Yeah. Yeah, I wonder why it was yeah. canceled cuz it was like a, you know, I've said before that I watched the first season, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I never really stuck to it and mm-hmm. got super into it like some people did, mm-hmm. but I completely understand the appeal for it and yeah. I thought it was a really cool show, so I have no idea why they would cancel it when it was as popular as it is. Right, yeah. I mean, I I feel like it is like Disney probably at play or something like with Something to do with their streaming service. Maybe Netflix is getting salty. They're pulling all their Marvel content off or something. I don't know. But I don't know. Yeah, but. it's real shame that they they're canceling that and following the cancellation too of Luke Cage and Iron Fist. So Punisher and Jessica Jones have yet to be canceled, but I wouldn't uh, have high hopes for those two either. If Daredevil got canceled, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sucks, it's a shame. But yeah, do you know if they are available like on? physical media like dvd or blu-ray or anything i know daredevil season one got a blu-ray release i don't know about season two or any of the other shows but okay netflix my thought process is if netflix is the only place where they are Mm -hmm. when they're pulled will they be available ever again netflix has confirmed that they will stay on uh on netflix okay so so they're staying there there. just nothing new just nothing new yeah Mm -hmm. okay well that makes sense yeah unfortunately unfortunately yeah (laughs) all right so my next thing is there were actually some early aquaman reviews by critics and they're all non-spoiler reviews so i was fine reading them Mm -hmm. um you can actually go and i'll put the link in the show notes for the audience to read and the link is available for you in the show notes slash it's just a bunch of them listed Mm -hmm. and they're all positive reviews um i'll read a couple of them let's see Umberto Gonzalez said Aquaman is awesome and absolutely delivers. Not only is Pride of Gypsies, which is Jason Momoa's um, Twitter name, the mm-hmm. king of Atlantis, but also the newly crowned king of the DCEU. I can't wait to see it again. Let's see another one. Looking for names that people might know. Um, I don't know who this is, but Paul Shirey. Short oh, no and way. sweet reaction to Aquaman is that I loved it. It's a comic book movie um, through and through with great action, iconic moments, and visual spectacle to spare. Momoa makes his character his own, and Juan honors the traditional aspects but elevates it to a modern era. It's a blast. Cool. And I'll read one more. Let's see. Um, Ben Meckler. Aquaman is everything DC fans have been hoping for and more role-licking action, an amazing sense of world-building, spellbinding musical numbers in which Aquaman wear, 
wears clams as tap shoes, and a command performance from Jason Momoa. DC has really righted the ship. The DCEU lives. I think there's some joking in there, obviously, <laughs> but it's obviously yeah. a positive tone to most of these reviews. So that's really cool. That's awesome. Okay. All right. All right next one. Uh, the next two pieces of news kind of going together. Uh, they're about uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Uh, we have confirmation that a sequel and um, a female spinoff uh, for Spider-Man into the, into the Spider-Verse is, uh, is being worked on at Sony. Uh, also reviews for the movie have been coming in and it has achieved quote unquote universal acclaim with an average rating of nine out of 10, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Really looking forward to this movie. So that's really cool. Yeah. So, um, my next piece of news is something really small, but a lot of people are excited about it. Uh, the Thanksgiving Macy's day parade that happened this year, Mm -hmm. um, Goku from dragon ball had a float. And a giant balloon floating. And it was the first time that Goku was a part of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This is about as big for these type of fans as it was for Pokemon fans when Pikachu got his float. So it's the main character of a series. And Dragon Ball is now in the top 10 of highest franchising series in the world. That's awesome. So it's really cool to see him getting some spotlight or the show getting some spotlight through their main character, Goku with a balloon so people were really excited about that that's a little piece of news but it's still pretty cool to share yeah so okay uh next piece of news i have this is kind of going to be a shameless plug but i mean whatever uh this is my news so i can say what i want to say um Go for it. So, all right so many of you guys know my favorite game one of my favorite games of all time persona 5 uh there's a spin-off dancing game that just came out i got it not not the type of game i would normally get into but it's Pretty awesome. Uh, Persona 5 Dancing in Starlight. It's out. If you love Persona, get this game. If you don't love Persona, get it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So for my next news, I'm going to group two of them together. It's all about Tom King, who's a comic book writer, if you don't know. He's working on um, the Batman series right now. Cool. And he sent out two tweets recently. Um, the The first one I'm going to talk about is what he tweeted out on December 4th. And he's writing Batman, and he will be collaborating with Frank Miller on some future issues where Frank Miller will be doing the art. So that's really cool if you're familiar with things such as um, The Dark Knight Rises, or excuse me, The Dark Knight Returns, then you'll know Frank Miller. So he has a really um, unique art style, Mm -hmm. and so it'll be really cool to see his art style with Tom King's writing. Another thing Tom King tweeted was he actually teased that Booster Gold will have a reunion with Ted Kord Blue Beetle in the comics soon. Ted Kord was last seen training Jaime Reyes to be a Blue Beetle. So it's really cool to see that he will be back in the suit. This is the first time in a long time that Kord will be back in the Blue Beetle suit. And of course, his iconic um, traditional uh, friendship with uh, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, will be very cool to see the old blue and gold back together. Cool. Sounds good. All right, so my next two... My next two pieces of news kind of go together, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of bring them both. Um, video games are starting to get into the holiday season, it seems, because uh, Fortnite season seven just started a few days ago. Uh, added in a bunch of kind of snowy locations and snowy costumes, which are pretty cool. I actually played a bit of it a couple days ago, and I'm not gonna lie, like I'm not the biggest fan of Fortnite, but 
even I was kind of freaking out about it. It's really cool. They added in like planes, which is cool. So you can jump in planes and just like shoot people now, which is crazy. I tried. That's so weird. I I literally got on top of a mountain trying to shoot down a plane. It didn't go well for me. Just you know, for the record. Um, and then the other news that I have is Overwatch's uh, Winter Wonderland event is coming back with uh, new skins. I'm pretty sure uh, Maze Snowball offensive whatever it's called is going to be coming back as well so uh overwatch's winter wonderland event uh starts december 11th and will go until january 2nd of next year cool yeah so my last two pieces of news i'll put together just because the first one's so short okay but there was new footage from the godzilla king of the monsters movie i was super excited when i heard about this i was super excited when i heard that the footage was of rodan i clicked (laughs) on the link and it was four seconds long. <laughs> four it was seconds literally of awesomeness. Just, well, it was literally <laughs> the logo of Monarch, the company. And then it was a footage, probably a second and a half long, of Rodan flying over the sky. It looked like it was taken with a smartphone. Like someone had <laughs> sent it in, you know, quote. And then it was the logo again. So it was okay. really like a second and a half of footage. So four seconds of awesomeness is not how you would describe it then? Not at all. <laughs> but... I guess it still got me excited, but I was really expecting more when I heard there was new footage of Rodan from Godzilla King of the Monsters. Mm -hmm. And then my second piece of news is actually kind of interesting. A Plastic Man movie is in the works. Early, early, early in the works. This is according to Hollywood Reporter. Warner Brothers has been looking for the past six months for a writer that can fit the tone. Because if you know anything about Plastic Man, you know he has a very unique tone. Mm -hmm. And apparently Amanda Idoko is Warner Brothers' choice right now. And we'll see if she stays on or what. You know, early choice doesn't always stay. What movies has Especially she been first choice. involved in, do you know? Um, well, her only previous writing credit is a movie called Breaking News in Yuba, or okay. Yuba, Breaking News in Yuba County or Yuba County. Okay. Um, and it's currently in pre-production. So she really doesn't oh, have it. a lot to her name so right now. So she's pretty new then. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I don't know if she'll stick. If she does, that'd be kind of cool, depending on what her work is like. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to match the tone of Plastic Man. It's going to be weird to make a Plastic Man movie and still have it in the DC universe to maintain that tone where they're trying to go. Seems like they're shifting towards a brighter tone now. But Plastic Man is something completely else. He's a very wacky character. So, yeah. For sure. And that's all of my news, and we have like 10 seconds, so let's finish out what you can. Okay, since there's just 10 seconds, I'm just going to go to the news at the bottom, because it'll be very short anyway. Anyone that's hoping Loki is alive at the end of Infinity War, he's not. He is dead. He's been confirmed to be dead. That's all. All right, well, that was pretty (laughs) good timing. That's such a sour way to end that segment. (laughs) Yeah, so... Any other news that we didn't reach? It looks like there were two little items there. We'll cover them next time. Cool, cool. All right, so let's right. move on to video games. Okay. I watched a little bit of some footage online of some gameplay of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. And um, mostly what I've noticed as someone who hasn't played it, mm-hmm. it seems like the main new stuff is some new characters, which are really exciting, some new stages, some new music. Mm-hmm. So what else can you tell us? you yeah, played well, a little bit, right? Yeah, for sure. The one thing I would say that I really love about this version of Smash is... At, at first, when they announced, hey, like, all the characters are coming back, I was a bit kind of skeptical at first, um, mainly because uh, I was kind of like, well, why don't you just bring in a lot of, like, newer characters? Like, do we really need Pichu back in this game? Like, you know, like, just stuff like that. Like, do you really need to bring everybody back? But I think what's really cool 
about bringing all those characters in. I think there's like 70 plus characters, which is crazy. It always feels like I'm unlocking new things, which is awesome. It's literally just like, like I play around and it's like, oh, new challenger has approached. This has, and then like I see the challenger is and I'll get excited. Like Pichu will come up and I'll be like, oh, it's Pichu. Like, you know, wasn't excited to play as Pichu earlier, but now I'm like super excited. Yeah, Jigglypuff was another one where I was kind of like, oh, I saw Jigglypuff come up. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Um, yeah, it gives you more incentive to keep playing. Right, right. And it, it was funny because they added in uh, this story mode called uh, World of Light, where basically um, if you, it, it's kind of like subspace. If you played uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, yeah, yeah, in a way, um, where it's a yeah. Okay, I like that story mode. Yeah, it, it kind of similar. It there are a few differences. Um, basically, the the way it works is uh, Kirby. Uh, basically, everyone in like the Smash Bros. universe or something, uh, they're defeated by like this. I I don't know like what his name is, G- Galim or something. I don't really know, but. Um, and then Kirby is the only survivor. So you start with Kirby and basically you go around this whole map. Uh, it's basically like this whole big maze. And uh, you basically have to go and fight all of the other fighters to basically unlock them. And that's a way that you can like unlock them in the actual game as well. Uh, so there are a few different options to kind of unlock everybody, which I like because there are so many characters, right? It would kind of get annoying just to keep playing over and over and over again. But it's cool if there's a character you really want, you just go into the maze and find them. So that's been kind of fun. I've been searching for Diddy Kong. So if anyone knows the location of Diddy Kong and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate World of Light, let me know because I really want to find him. <laughs> I've been like searching the whole maze. I'm like... I'm in this like this jungle area right now, which I'm guessing he'll be there somewhere. I, I saw Donkey Kong, and so I got him. But yeah, yeah, it's it's been it's been really cool. I played earlier with my cousins. Yeah, just been like a really really fun time. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Remember when we were in college and everybody made fun of me for always playing as Kirby? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Who's laughing now? Kirby was the only survivor. Yeah, Kirby was the only survivor. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. I feel like a lot of the characters too. Um, because there are so many uh it's cool that a lot of them have been like kind of tweaked um the the main one that i think really got like a big overhaul was bowser bowser's like Hmm. extremely like like epic now like he's so cool i I was playing as him earlier uh and normally you know you would think since he's this big like massive character you wouldn't do as well but uh, he actually came came in handy there donkey kong was another one i actually did pretty well with uh yeah i was playing with my cousins and we were doing three of us and then um yeah i was playing as donkey kong and then one of them got taken out which usually my strategy is to kind of like let the others kind of duke it out and i'll kind of just stay back and you know like like do some damage here and there but then it was funny the minute one of my cousins got taken out i was i was like screwed like everyone just kept like my surviving cousin just kept on doing damage to because it was so funny but yeah that's funny yeah it's been it's been an awesome game well, let's move on to the Game Awards. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we have a lot of announcements to cover from the Game Awards. Uh, just came out, or the Game Awards just happened a couple days ago, Thursday night. Uh, no surprise, Red Dead Redemption 2 and God of War uh, won a ton of awards. They basically cleaned up the whole thing. Sorry for any Spider-Man fans, but I don't think Spider-Man ended up winning anything. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome. And we also have a ton of great game announcements. So I wrote down kind of what I think the big news items are that we have from the game awards the first thing there's I put down, one sorry okay, there's one on ahead. here that caught me by surprise and i did not see anything for in the 
um, highlights of the Game Awards 2018 it, video that I watched. Is it the first it's one the on the list? Thing. Oh, the second thing. It's the second thing on your list. Okay. You, you so want to announce it I'm, then? Well, I don't know anything about it, so I want to hear you announce it and tell me about it. Okay, Because yeah. I played the original game, and I'm excited to hear about this For sure. new version because it yeah, really so, caught my eye. So they had a pre-show. This was actually not part of the actual show. They had a pre-show beforehand, and I, I was, you know, I was just eating dinner. I'm like, let me check out the pre-show, and I, you have to look up the trailer for it because it, it it's so clever the way that they announced it. But the Stan Lee Parable is having a deluxe edition. Um, it's coming to consoles for the first time, which is really cool. Whoa. So I'm really excited about that because I really want to play. I remember I played it uh, at your place, Josh, and oh man, it was so funny. But they're also adding in a lot of new content as well for PC okay, players, cool. which is really cool. Um, yeah, definitely look up the trailer for it. It's really funny. I, d- I don't really want to, you know, explain it because I feel like I'm going to do a bad job. But it- it's funnier when you kind of just watch it. Um, okay, because I love yeah, the Stanley Parable. Sure. That game is so interesting how mm-hmm. it is a parable. It's a story, yeah. but you take control. It's There's no other game like it out there. Yeah. So to hear that they're making a deluxe edition, I'm excited. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's so great. <laughs> I really, I actually really want to get this game. Uh, there's no release date on it yet. They just said 2019. So just, you know, keep that on your radar because a release date might pop up uh, sometime next year. Okay, cool. yeah, so the next big uh, news item from the Game Awards is they're making a new Marvel Ultimate Alliance, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 The Black Order. This caught me totally by surprise. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance was not, honestly, on my radar. The big thing that I think is pretty crazy is this is a Nintendo Switch exclusive game, which Ooh. I like. I did not see Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 coming. I did not at all expect that if it was coming for it to be a Nintendo Switch exclusive, which is I think is pretty crazy. I do think that it actually kind of fits uh, the Switch very well, um, just because you know it's not an open world game. You know, I feel like that is like the perfect game to kind of just take on the go. Um, so yeah, I think that'll be really cool. I want to see for those of you oh. who haven't played this game before. Mm-hmm. Um, Lush, can you kind of describe it? This is the one where we talked about that was almost kind of like Shrek Two for PS2. Yeah, right? yeah. So if you played Shrek Two, it's very similar to that. Basically, it's kind of top down, um, and basically you pick four. Uh, I think you can pick hero or villains, and basically you go out. Um, I think it's co-op too, and you get to go and do various missions together and stuff like that. But the the whole kind of um, I think kind of tagline or selling point of the game is that you basically assemble your own team of uh, of characters. So you can kind of swap out between different Marvel characters. Um, I'm really sad, though, because from the trailer... I don't know. Do you see the trailer, Josh? I have not. I'm really sad. They didn't show, I don't think, any X-Men other than Wolverine, which is a big surprise uh, to huh. me, which is very... I mean, obviously, they probably ha- didn't show everybody, right? So I'm still hoping that there are more X-Men characters added, but yeah, go check out the trailer. You guys can go see um, like what characters are for sure in the game. Uh, obviously, we're going to be fighting the Black Order. Thanos is also part of the game. I imagine he's probably going to be like the main main villain. So obviously, they're probably writing the Infinity War kind of coattails right now. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, can't wait for that. Twenty nineteen. Also, a lot of these games. Let's face it; they're not coming out this year. They're all twenty nineteen. Okay. <laughs> Well, there's not much left in this year anyway. Right. So. <laughs> okay, so the next game I have here is Far Cry New Dawn. Um, I think it's more of a spinoff from Far Cry 5. So it takes place in uh, Hope County, which is the setting for Far Cry 5. Uh, that actually did get a release date of February 15th, 2019. So that's coming up. 
pretty soon, actually, just a couple months away. Um, so yeah, definitely go check that out. I think that'll be good. Uh, the next thing I have is we have a teaser for the next Dragon Age, uh, which was very surprising to me that we actually got this because recently, very recently, they said the new Dragon Age won't be coming until 2021 at the earliest. Hmm. So I don't know. I'm I'm really surprised, one, that they showed it, but why, why talk about this game when it's many, many years away, which is, well, I don't know. How was the tease? Very brief. I didn't even know it was a Dragon Age game. So here's the thing. Do you remember um, back in June at E3, the tease for Elder Scrolls Six? Yeah. Was it like that? Vaguer than that. Because we, we, they didn't give us a title. Okay, well, that very similar then, because the yeah. idea with Elder Scrolls Six is, hey, we're working on it. That's about it. Yeah. You know, and that's all we were told. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just telling the fans, hey, we haven't given up on this game. Here's a promise that we're still working on it. Yeah. Maybe that was the purpose. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It just seems very weird to me. Like, I'm, I'd am i much rather prefer, like, them just not say anything about it, and then, like, a few months before release be like, hey, coming out in a couple months, go get it. I don't know. Like, to me, to, to talk that's about fair. it, like, many years in advance... Same thing that happened kind of with Avengers Project, right? Which we don't know. That wasn't even at the oh, Game yeah. Awards. It's, where they're kind of like, hey. It's still a mystery. Yeah. I don't know. I would much kind of. I mean, I guess there's kind of some like cool factor in having it all be a mystery. But I don't know. I just. I just. I prefer you not talk about a game that's so many years away. This is my. This is my thing. But anyway. Moving on. Uh, we also have confirmation of the new Mortal Kombat. Which was really funny how they announced this. I heard about that, but I saw the trailer. Yeah. And I got to say, it looked cool, but I did not like the way it sounded. Oh, the yeah. The music felt like it did not fit at all. That That's all the Mortal Kombat trailers, though. Like, if you look at uh, Mortal Kombat X, it kind of had the same exact thing going on. But I'm really but I'm really excited for this. It looked cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for I, it, too. I really want to know what's up with Scorpion, because, like, how they had the two different versions. I'm really, oh, yeah. I'm really curious to know if there's going to be, like, some... I hear people saying there's like time travel theories or alternate dimension theories. Really excited to see more about this game. Yeah, I'm glad that, like, going back to the whole Dragon Age thing, I'm so glad they're kind of like, okay, here's the game. It's coming out in April 23rd next year. So, and I think they're having a big Mortal Kombat event. Sorry to actually put the date down. I think it's it's sometime in January, and that's probably when we're going to get a lot of character reveals. So, Stay cool. tuned for that, yeah. What we should do is we should have some predictions on the show beforehand. For sure, yeah. Of who we think some characters should be. Yeah. So that'll be really cool. Because there are a lot of characters. I'm not, I won't go into this right now, but there are a lot of characters that were not included in Mortal Kombat X that were in previous Mortal Kombat games that I'm so sad did not come back. So mm-hmm. please, Netherrealm, put these guys in here. I'm curious to know who they're going to pick for DLC characters too. I'm guessing we're going to get a DC character for sure. But Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. And then the last bit of news... This was easily the thing that got me the most excited. I did not think this was ever going to happen, ever. But I, I talked about Persona earlier in the show, one of my favorite games ever. Um, I was actually recording uh, my reaction to this, like, when it happened. Uh, so if you want it, like, I, I think I posted it on Twitter, maybe. But anyway, they announced that Joker, who is the main character of Persona 5, uh, is going to be a playable character in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which is crazy. Because I, so I never 
thought that was going to happen, especially since Persona 5 was exclusive to, I think I think it came out on PS3 too, but exclusive to PlayStation. Uh, Persona 5 Dancing in Starlight, which is the spinoff game, also exclusive to PlayStation. So this got me, like totally threw me. At first, when they announced it, I thought, okay, maybe Persona 5 is going to come to Nintendo Switch, which I could actually see happening. But for them to be like, you know what, forget putting it on the Switch. Let's just put the character in Smash. That just blew my mind. I was yeah, I did so not weird. see that happening. This is like the same level as like if Mr. Incredible was put in Injustice 2. It was it was so it crazy. It doesn't make sense, but it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was so crazy. It what's awesome about this announcement, uh one, you know, obviously no, I, I love Persona. I cannot wait to play as him. He's gonna be my new main character. But the fact that he's coming in to Smash makes me like wonder who else they're gonna bring in. Right? Oh, yeah. Because like this, like I feel like this announcement just yeah, anyone could be in Smash now. I feel like, yeah. you know, with this announcement. So, yeah, cannot wait. There's for Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Well, I was thinking Sora from uh, Kingdom Hearts could be in it, but oh, I don't know. Cool. Some people that I've talked to don't think that's a possibility, but we'll see. Um, no release date yet, but uh, he, Joker's part of like kind of the DLC. I think it's a fighter pass that you need to get. Um, I got it because the second he was announced, I'm like, I have to get this fighter pass, <laughs> but. Yeah, I, th- um, I think you can get the you can get the fighter pass. I think it's twenty bucks. I think, but it'll be five uh, new fighters. So uh, it'll probably be coming sometime within the next few months. I don't know when yet, but no release date on that. So cool. Yeah, and, and that's I think it. that wraps up our video game news, right? That wraps up all the video game news. So, or I guess not really news, more well, yeah. just video game topic. Talk. Yeah, but, but either way, yeah. So, do you want to move on to the comic we reviewed? Yes, we did. I want to get your opinion on this, by the way, for sure. So, I reviewed uh, Venom, which was a movie kind of tie-in comic. And, Josh, you read it. Yeah. You took a look at um, it. So, Since it's a movie tie-in, it mm-hmm. was really easy to find online. I actually read it yesterday during my lunch break at work. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's, before you say anything, I think it's worth noting that I saw the movie. You did not see the movie. Yeah, so, I think this is a good thing to talk about the comic. Right, with that in for mind. sure. So, I mean, do you want my opinion first, or do you want to just talk about your stuff? Um. Well, let me say a little bit okay, about it. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So, I started reading the comic, and it kind of felt like we were just thrown into a storyline. And sometimes that happens at the beginning of a comic, and then it's explained how you got there later on. Mm-hmm. So, I was expecting more explanation. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking for the explanation. <laughs> But it was weird. It At first, I didn't understand that Eddie was talking to the symbiote. Mm-hmm. I was kind of confused as the, the dialogue between himself. Mm-hmm. And then I understood. But then it was like there were people chasing him, and he didn't know that he had the symbiote in him. Mm-hmm. And other people knew that they had that the symbiote was in him. And then there was this weird fight sequence that Eddie was not in control. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of ended. Yeah. And it felt like there was no real plot. Mm-hmm. It felt... It felt like a teaser trailer. Yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it. It's mm-hmm. like a teaser trailer. Something that gets you hyped about something, but doesn't reveal anything to you. But you expect more trailers to come. And it's just weird to have that in the form of a comic. Mm-hmm. Especially a comic for a movie. Usually with these, it's something like a quick little storyline that sets you up for the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, before BVS, there was a Lex Luthor comic where it talked about it was a very, very small plot, but it talked about how Lex Luthor was like helping to repair 
metropolis after the damage done from man of steel Mm -hmm. by superman so that was really cool to kind of show how lex Luthor was getting positive light in the press before going into the movie it related to the movie in a super great way and if i never saw the movie and i read this comic actually before i saw the movie it still made sense right so that's the opinion and review of this comic from someone who has not seen the movie Mm -hmm. and this could even be someone who reads it before seeing the movie so now, someone who has already seen the movie and then read the comic, what do you think? <laughs> to be honest with you, okay, so when I got this comic, right, I when I first got it, when I saw the uh, premiere of Venom, I, I knew, I, I read the first page, and then I think the movie was like about to start, so I had to put it away, right? I didn't realize that there are, there are many scenes uh, from the movie in this comic the thing is, is that they don't really explain that anywhere. So even someone that saw the movie, I was confused reading this the first time, right? Because like on the first page, it has this conversation. They're in like some uh, grocery store or something like that. Uh, forgot her. I forgot her name. But like it's some like some scientist needs uh, Eddie Brock's help to study some symbiote, and then it just jumps out of nowhere um, to basically the if you saw the trailer for Venom. So I'm getting a phone call. <laughs> uh, if you see, saw the trailer for Venom, you see like when those guys show up in like his apartment, and then you know they Eddie Brock and Venom just kind of start beating it up. It just jumps from like one part to another. But if you've seen the movie, you would know there's a good like at least 20 minutes in between those two sections, and they, they don't explain that in the comic. Which so even though I have seen it, I was still like really really confused. I had no idea what was going on. Um, yeah, I don't know. For me, the one thing I probably would do if I was like, if I was in charge of this comic, would probably just take like I would probably just take a scene and just put it in. You know what I'm saying? And just have that be kind of the tie-in. Like I don't see why they needed to have three different scenes in here, and then not really explain it. That that's I don't know. Yeah, that part was really odd. weird. Yeah. And now it makes more sense now that you're explaining. It's mm-hmm. just like randomly pulled scenes. Yeah. But even. In or, most comics, it would say sometime later or, right. you know, 20 minutes later or two mm-hmm. days later, you know, something like that. Something to let us know that there's a time jump. Or even you could just like even put like, I don't know, maybe put like an advertisement or something. And then on the next page, be like, oh, this is a new scene. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just let us know that that's what you're doing, because I think that's what really confused me. When because I was when it. I was reading it, it seemed like he left the grocery store, mm-hmm. ignored the scientist lady and then was went home. Right. Yeah. And then, and I'm sure it was more than that, right? Oh yeah, for sure. There's like a whole like he goes to the laboratory, he bonds with the symbiote. Yeah, there's like there's at least like 20 minutes. But then even on the even on the back uh, for the epilogue, uh, I mean they that's towards the end of the movie, the epilogue. So like there's there's just so much in here that they just skip. I I feel like it honestly would have been better just hey let's just take one scene from the movie. Uh, Maybe maybe just do the part where they, the guys come into Eddie Brock's apartment and Venom beats him up. Like, if you want to just do that, okay, that's fine. But then don't put, like, two additional scenes that have no real context with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, very weird. But, I mean, it's free. I didn't well, pay for it. <laughs> yeah. So It kind of sucks that we are reviewing the first comic on this show is not too positive. Yeah. But at least it's relevant. Right, yeah. What's going on? The Venom movie is we'll still p- pretty new. We'll pick a better comic for you guys next week. Or in the ne- whenever the next definitely. episode is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that shouldn't sure. be too hard anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
All right, so let's talk about what everybody probably is listening to this for right now. Oh, yeah. Mary Poppins Returns. Definitely, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. Before we get into it, I just want to say it's interesting that these next few episodes are all going to be listened to for probably one main reason. Everybody's probably listening to this episode to hear about the Avengers 4 trailer. Mm -hmm. Everybody's probably going to listen to next episode to hear about Aquaman. Mm -hmm. And everybody's probably going to listen to the episode after that to hear about the... Um, things that we had planned for that the dragon ball movie as well as mm-hmm. the what was the other thing in january young justice yeah and young justice yeah so these first three episodes everybody's probably coming for a very specific reason that's why we're saving them for last because you yep. know if we talked about avengers 4 at the start of this you all would be you'd be gone by now Definitely. <laughs> okay yeah so you saw the trailer right yes i did okay. i watched it uh during my lunch period so yeah or no i watched that one during my planning period so I did a trailer. Yeah, I saw the one earlier in the it. day. I heard. Did you see well, it? I haven't, I haven't seen your reaction oh, yet. Oh, okay. But you sent it, and then I forgot about it. Honestly, got it. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Yeah, I posted it on Facebook. So if you're a friend of uh, mine on Facebook. You should go check it out because I think it's really funny. So, especially at the end when I realized they actually moved the release date up to April twenty oh, sixth. Now, right? Yeah, it's a week closer, which was funny because. I mean, this is at the end of the trailer. Is that okay for us to be talking about it, even though it's at the end? Yeah, let's go okay. for it. So it, it, it's so funny. If you watch my uh, trailer reaction, right, um, they have the whole trailer and blah, 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 blah. And then I'm kind of like, oh, my gosh, that was so cool. And then it shows April, right? Like, that's when it's coming out. Originally, May. And so I'm kind of, like, leaning back, like, just looking at the ceiling going, like, oh, my gosh. that was. And then, like, my brain kind of realizes, wait a second, that says April. And I go, like april and i like freak out it was so funny (laughs) but that's my favorite part of like my reaction video was just me realizing that they moved the date up (laughs) so yeah now what would you do if it was like april 26th 2020 i would be so sad (laughs) (laughs) that would just break i would probably start crying to be honest with you i would be so sad (laughs) well lucky for us it is 2019 yeah for sure which which well not right now but the movie comes out 2019 it's honestly not that far away if yeah. you think about it, like, I don't, I don't know, like for some people it may seem like it's still far away, but I mean, what, we're December 8th right now, what, like four or five months, that's going to yeah. fly by, you know, but Definitely. anyway, okay. Especially let's... with all the good stuff we have in between as well to help bring us there. Right, right. Okay. So we should probably talk about the actual trailer now instead of just yeah. talking about time and how it moves fast. So I want you to describe the trailer in two sentences or less. Two sentences or less. Or at least your reaction to it in two sentences or less. Okay. Um, I, I, I will say that... Okay, hold on. I need really... Two sentences or less. That's so hard. Yep. Okay. Uh, the Avengers seem broken. Ant-Man gives me hope. I will say... that. that okay. that's, that's my two sentences. I will say... This is my favorite Marvel trailer so far. I like the solemn tone with overtones of hope. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're kind of, you know, hitting the same beat there with that, I think. Yeah. Right, yeah. What what I, lo- what I love about this trailer is that it it, it makes it seem like, you know, because usually, you know, with Marvel movies, there's jokes all the time and whatever. I, I know there's probably going to be jokes in this movie, too. I mean, we kind of saw that with Ant-Man already at the end of the trailer. But what I love about this trailer is you have the ending of Infinity War, which was, I mean, it was sad, right? Like, many people died. Half of all life died. 
right? Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Infinity War, but I mean, you're probably not here if you haven't seen the movie already. Um, Correct. Yeah, and so what I love is that the trailer for Avengers 4, the this trailer, right, initial trailer for it, is still very sad, right? Because, I mean, they lost, right? They lost, they lost. If you, I mean, if you, I could go down, like, the line of characters and just explain, um, like, what they've lost and everything, but, I mean... They lost to Thanos. They failed. Um, it makes sense that they wouldn't be all like, like Thor would not be cracking jokes right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But then I love that they kind of have that moment at the end with Ant-Man um, where it is kind of like, you know, like you kind of get your spirits up a little bit because it's kind of like, hey, you know, I'm alive. I'm here, you know. And what I liked about that, mm-hmm. um, that was different than the typical Marvel formula, yeah. was that it was lighter, but it wasn't overtly funny. Right. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like it was comic relief. It felt like it was hope. Right, exactly. Which is what, which is the idea I haven't really been too fond of in the Marvel movies mm-hmm. was that their light moments were really comic relief. There was nothing that just had levity. It was always mm-hmm. comic relief. So to see something that didn't seem so much like comic relief and more of just levity mm-hmm. was refreshing and nice to see. And from someone who has the taste that I do. And kind of going back to that whole thing of kind of like... Uh, like the Avengers seem broken, everything. I like that this trailer was not like just action all the time, you know. Um, yeah. That they that they, you literally just have shots of them kind of just like, like I can't believe what's going. Like Thor, literally, like the one shot we have of Thor is him just sitting there, like looking like super depressed. While we're kind of on the Thor subject, I thought this was kind of very interesting to say. It's also very sad, just you know, for a heads up. So, um, if you've seen Infinity War, you know that Thanos kills uh, half of the Asgardians, right? Um, the mm-hmm. Russo brothers have confirmed that with the snap, fifty percent of the Asgardians that were alive are also gone. So, so now their population is down to twenty five. Twenty five percent now. So, like, you just like, I mean, that just kind of paints a picture of just like how much like they've lost, like in the time span of what, like a movie. That's crazy, you know. Yeah. Well, for Thor, two movies, I guess, but like that's that's sad, and I'm I'm glad it's yeah. I'm glad it is a, a sadder trailer, you know. Um, and the cool thing is too, even if this is, which I you know I hope it's not, but even mm-hmm. if they go the route of undoing it, mm-hmm. it won't save all the Asgardians, right? Mm-hmm. So it still has a big impact in that way. Yeah, for sure. Plus, we have you know Loki too, and Heimdall and yeah. all them. Yeah, for sure. And with that said, now. What are your hopes and concerns going into the movie? My 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 concerns, I think, um, I mean, you just kind of touched on it, is I think how they handle, how how they fix everything, as I, and what they fix, is I think kind of my big concern, right? Because I always, I've always kind of said that I feel like Infinity War has to stand the test of time, whereas like if Avengers 4 just kind of, you know, fixes everything that happens in Infinity War, when I watch Infinity War again, is it going to have that same impact, you know? Um, so I think that's yeah. kind of my, I, I guess my concern for Avengers 4 and Infinity War together, I guess. Because um, they, they kind of go together. Um, yeah, it really is a part one and two from what it seems like so far. Right, yeah, for sure. Um, my hopes is, I, I, I hope we we end kind of this movie, um, Avengers 4, or Avengers Endgame. I don't think we, we never even said the title. Yeah, Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah. By the Endgame. way, <laughs> um, I think yeah. I think my 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 big hope and it kind of ties into concern is I want to see like how um, Marvel like makes movies going forward and like what 
characters because we're probably going to get some big character deaths in Endgame, and it's probably going to be original Avengers. Um, so my my hope is that like I don't want them to keep relying on like say Robert Downey Jr. right as Tony Stark is I think a good example. Um, if he dies, I think he needs to stay dead. I don't want them to keep bringing people back and stuff like that. So um, agreed. Yeah. So I think I think I really want uh, I really want the ending of Endgame to kind of just to to show us the kind of where the MCU will go forward but i want it to also be like something we haven't really seen before if that makes sense if you kind of get yeah that makes sense i think resurrections are fine Mm -hmm. but they can't be overdone if they're overdone then death has no meaning Mm -hmm. like when you have a main character that dies and resurrects cool Mm -hmm. when that happens multiple times to the same name main character not so cool when that happens to many characters also not cool Mm -hmm. you know yeah so let me talk a little bit about my worries they're very similar to yours Mm -hmm. I think my main worry is that they will resurrect too many people mm-hmm. and that so let me just say my hope that kind of ties into my worry. Mm-hmm. My hope is that several of the main legacy characters are dead and stay dead mm-hmm. or come back and die again. Mm-hmm. My other hope, and this is where I think they will deviate from my hope the most, is that some of the newer characters will also stay dead. Mm-hmm. Because I think that they're hoping, oh, well, let's bring back all the newer characters, kill off the old characters, and continue on with the newer mm-hmm. characters. I want to see some of the newer characters die, too. Otherwise, there's real, I think, no real impact. Mm-hmm. We're expecting the older characters to die and retire. Mm-hmm. The newer characters, we're expecting to keep going. So the best way to have a huge surprise is kill off and keep dead some of the newer characters. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, I think it kind of, when you say newer characters, right, are you talking about, like, like big, like Black Panther, Doctor Strange type. Yes, even Spider Man. Uh, like I, I would mean, love if they if this movie came out and they were like, "Just kidding, Spider Man Far From Home is not a real movie. We were just faking all the filming, and we released a fake trailer. He's dead for good." See, uh, is that going to happen? No. I mean, but I, I would love it. But I, I I feel like it would be kind of if they had if they did do that. I actually. I, I, I won't be surprised. Uh, no, I shouldn't say that. But I think the Guardians of the Galaxy are, I think, the bigger question mark, I think. Oh, than, yeah. like, Doctor Strange or uh, Black Panther, especially with all the drama that's happened uh, with James Gunn. Um, and we mm-hmm. know that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is on hold. Um, I think Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Spider-Man, I think they're kind of safe. Um, when it comes to the Guardians of the Galaxy, I think that's more of a question of, do we just keep them dead now, you know? But that's a good point. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Especially, well, I mean, the only one you have is Rocket, but um, you could just easily just write him out if you wanted to. But we didn't see him in the trailer, so yeah, yeah. I actually just came up with another worry of mine, if that's all right. Um, Go for it. Yeah. So, I Kevin Feige, is president of Marvel Studios, uh, he's mentioned before that he keeps kind of talking about how Captain Marvel is kind of like this big, strong character and stuff. I'm so glad they didn't show her. Um, in this trailer my one worry with this movie right is i feel like this movie this is supposed to be the big finale for iron man thor hulk cap black widow and hawkeye right like they're the original avengers right he keeps he keeps saying marvel keeps saying how captain marvel's gonna be the super strong character and she's stronger than everybody if this movie becomes hey let's just get captain marvel and then she just beats thanos for us that's my worry right Oh, like when does Captain Marvel come out? It comes out in March. So you're saying essentially if this becomes Captain Marvel 2. Right, exactly. Yeah, that'll be an, like, 
like don't get me wrong like if she's in the movie like fine you know i don't well, we know she's in the movie but like I'm, I'm fine with her being in the movie just as much as i am ant-man being in the movie right but i feel like this being the finale for the original avengers it really should be about them uh not so much the newer characters who just happen to survive thanos you know so that's what that's my yeah. that's my other big worry but one idea I have too that would be interesting mm-hmm. is if it's not a hero that defeats Thanos, like, or rather a new villain that comes in. That would be interesting, actually. Like, let's say they revert everything and Thanos is still alive and like he mm-hmm. escapes to like recuperate or something, mm-hmm. and then like Galactus. That would be interesting. Or something huge. I like always, that. I always thought that um, Avengers four, Avengers four's uh, post credit scene would be a uh, Fox character. A villain specifically, mm-hmm. especially That'd since be cool. yeah, I mean, yes, I feel like I that's was the best. Thinking of that too, I feel like that's the best what if, chance to do it. Yeah, like what if we like Civil Surfer is another obvious. That, that's it. That's one, what, what I was if thinking. we got? What if we got someone who is extremely intelligent mm-hmm. and extremely powerful who could, I think, take down Thanos like Doctor Doom? That would be cool. That would be, be cool. really cool too. It, it, but that's what I'm saying. I don't want it to be like a sorry. No, um, go ahead. I don't want it to be like a main character that we've seen a whole bunch finally take him down i think it'd be cool to have another person that Mm -hmm. comes in and takes him down so easily that they're a super huge threat for future movies yeah i feel like everybody is thinking about like captain marvel or the avengers doing it i actually feel like nebula is probably one of the one of the people that will be kind of vital in taking down thanos that's Um, an interesting thought because she is alive right and we know that she wants him dead so i feel like they would try and pay that off by maybe having her even be the one to kill him. Um, I feel like that would be a lot more interesting than just having like Thor come in and do it, you know? Yeah. But um, it's funny that you mentioned the whole thing about uh, Galactus and Silver Surfer and all that stuff because I hear people kind of saying, oh, when, you know, like when Disney gets all like the X-Men and stuff like that, like Wolverine is going to be in there and blah, 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 blah. You have to think that when they first were at, were at Infinity War now, right? They took a long time to kind of plan out the whole infinity war you had thanos at the start of uh avengers one or at the end of avengers one right then they started introducing the infinity stones so i don't think that it's going to be avengers four ends x-men you know what i'm saying like it's they're probably like i feel like something like galactus or silver surfer or even dr doom like just teasing one of those at the end i think is kind of uh is kind of reassurance enough that those characters are going to be showing up and that they'll be the focus going forward you yeah know? and that would be appropriate to do it that way right too. yeah just having like deadpool or something show up at the end like as cool as that would be that's kind of like okay really like come on like yeah. you don't need to do that like if <laughs> if they did deadpool at the end i'd be very disappointed mm-hmm. for the future yeah for sure of marvel mm-hmm. um but if they did like doctor doom at the end and they did him right mm-hmm. that would pull me back into the marvel universe in a way that i haven't been excited about it since yeah. iron man one yeah and, and they don't have to go like crazy with the reveal like just a tease like how they did with thanos at the end of avengers one like that's really all you need you know and then just kind of plan the next ones going forward start slowly introducing them like it's like bringing the x-men and fantastic four shouldn't be just some fast thing that they do you know it should be a kind of a slower thing that they slowly introduce over time but yeah i'm really i'm really excited for this movie (laughs) <laughs> yeah it Can't wait. has a lot of potential to be very good especially mm-hmm. with what came right before it but also with their history it also has potential to be slightly disappointing but with how the last movie went i have higher hopes than i would have before seeing infinity war D- do you think we're gonna get another trailer 
Another trailer? Yeah. I expect one more. Yeah. Do you want another trailer? I don't know. I'm kind of the same I, way. I would enjoy another trailer mm-hmm. if it was the same tone mm-hmm. and same idea with other surviving characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like... What I think would be really cool, too, mm-hmm. is if... Remember the Justice League trailer, the best one, where it was like Superman at the beginning? Was that the... That wasn't the first the one, right? Justice, oh, the last one? The last Justice League trailer. Okay. Where it was Superman at the beginning, you're like, he's back, he's talking to Lois Lane, then Lois Lane wakes oh, up. Oh, that's right, yeah. I do remember that. I think it'd be cool if we saw something like that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like... I feel like if we're going to get another one, which honestly we probably will, but it'll probably be around when Captain Marvel comes out, right? Because they'll probably want to yeah. tie it in with that. Or maybe Super Bowl, maybe. I mean, that's kind of close already, but... Um, or what if the... Sorry, mm-hmm. what if the new trailer isn't really a trailer at all, but a post credit scene in Captain Marvel? See, I, I don't know how I feel about that, because... Uh, they've done that before where they kind of show uh, where the end credit scene is kind of just a clip from a movie that's upcoming. Like the end credit scene for Ant-Man was part of Civil War. And then the end credit scene mm-hmm. for Doctor Strange was in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, as mm-hmm. cool as that would be, I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't be as special, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. But I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. There's precedent for it. Right, yeah, but... Um, what I was saying is, yeah, I don't know if I actually like want another trailer for this movie, just because I don't. Know, I feel like right now, every, I mean, look, I I love that that first trailer, but but that really didn't show us anything. And that's <laughs> it thing. was very vague, yeah, and th- that's what I love because I feel like right now trailers show us way too many, too many stuff. Right, that's happening in the movie. I would much rather see too little than too much, you know. Exactly. So. I mean, I wouldn't be against seeing another trailer. A part of me kind of hopes we don't get one just because, you know, I want to go into this movie, you know, totally blind, but... I understand. That's the reason I didn't watch the last Aquaman trailer. Mm -hmm. For sure. I don't have the self-control, though. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) So... Do you have anything else to say about the trailer? Oh, one other thing. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I just now remembered. Um, Some of my students were talking Mm -hmm. about this. What did you think about Hawkeye? I I love that. I love that reveal. Of Hawkeye. I was not expecting that. You weren't? So that was really cool. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, th- I think it's really cool because he's acting the same way. I mean, I probably would react, right? I mean, we kind of know his family got dusted, right? I mean, I don't think they've mm-hmm. actually confirmed that, but just based on the trailer and what kind of we know about the movie, I think it's safe to say that his family got dusted, right? So I'm very curious to see kind of this take on, this take on him because as a character, he hasn't really been that interesting to me. But I feel like going into this movie, knowing what I know now, I'm actually way more interested to see his character. I feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Like what you just said, I could have said right. and been truthful about it. Yeah. He's exactly he's, the same he's, way I feel. His reveal, and I never thought I'd say this about Hawkeye, was actually probably my favorite part of that whole trailer, hmm. actually. Yeah, I, I never I never thought I'd say that about him, but yeah. I'm really I'm really excited. You wanna hear something kind of bad? Yeah, go ahead. My favorite part was that Iron Man was dying. I never really liked his attitude. It's it's funny. Happy to see him die. It's funny because I'm actually not the biggest fan of Iron Man either, but I was so sad in that part. And I, <laughs> I it's funny because like the characters I was smiling. You were the characters that we like 
see in these trailers are the ones that I'm not really the biggest. Uh, obviously, I love Cap, but like Iron Man and Hawkeye specifically, I'm not the biggest fans of. But they're the ones that I like felt so bad for in this trailer the most, which was crazy because I never thought I'd kind of feel that way. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I do think it's really funny that for months they're just like oh the title's not endgame the title's not endgame and then it's like the title's endgame and i said i still got super excited for it (laughs) yeah which is crazy because yeah they just kept debunking that but it is just endgame (laughs) which i don't know how i feel about that but i mean we'll see see. i think it will grow over time the the, um people's like for the name will grow over time yeah for sure it makes sense. Mm-hmm, it does, yeah. And they have mentioned it, you know, a few times in Age of Ultron and Doctor Strange, like Endgame. So, yeah. I'm cool. I'm glad we. All right. Oh, sorry. I I, no, I just keep ahead. talking about this. I am glad we didn't see Thanos in this trailer. True. And they're kind of keeping him kind of hush hush right now. I mean, we saw like a little like tease, but yeah. Anyway, that's all I have. Cool. If, cool. Yeah, I think that's all we have for the trailer, right? Yeah. So, without any further ado, I think we should move on to the next thing. Okay. Next thing on our list is TV shows. TV? I think I know what you've been watching. Yeah, we decided that for TV shows, we're going to um, do something a little different. Mm -hmm. Instead of talking, saying we're going to talk about all the TV shows going on, we're kind of turning it into a different type of segment for this episode specifically. Mm -hmm. And it's called New Things We're Into. Yeah. Or in this case, things from the late 80s, early 90s uh, that we're into. Yeah, there isn't like a ton of news really in TV. So we kind of just wanted the uh, excuse to talk about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. It's cool. How many episodes have you watched? I watched all of Dragon Ball Z and I started Dragon Ball Super Are you serious? Yesterday. How yeah, many episodes so. is that? Dragon Ball Z, yeah. 291. Oh my gosh. I watched it all in about two weeks, two and a half weeks. That is crazy. I just yeah, I enjoyed it. I just I've just seen six episodes. Okay, just six. Yeah. So I what's the last thing you saw? Goku dies. Okay. And then he go. I, I forgot where he goes, but like uh, the other world. The, uh, yeah, and he's there. And then Pinocchio. Right now he's on Snake Way, right? Yeah. And then Pinocchio took um, Piccolo. Yeah, I call him Pinocchio just because uh, I find it, it, it looks similar. So yeah, Pin- yeah, and then Pinocchio takes Gohan and he's like training him or whatever. But which I find really funny, by the way. Just, I don't oh, know. It is. I, I, th- I think the two of them together is just hilarious, but... It's funny. It's a running joke to, like, Dragon Ball fans mm-hmm. that Piccolo is a better dad to Gohan than Goku is. That is hilarious. <laughs> it's funny because I didn't... I was not hooked right away on this show. Um, I'm comparing it mostly to um, My Hero Academia and Attack on Titan, which were the main kind of anime that I watch. Uh, mm-hmm. And it didn't hook me the way those two did, but kind of the more I watch it, the more I've kind of the more I love it. Yeah. yeah. What I like about it is there is true character development. Mm-hmm. Like the way Piccolo Piccolo's my favorite character. I, I like him too. All of Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. he's become my favorite. And the way Piccolo grows from the first episode mm-hmm. of him being the villain still, mm-hmm. and then him realizing that the only way to take down the incoming threat is to train Gohan. Mm-hmm. And then all the way he is at the end to the way he is at the end of Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. he grows so much and changes as a character while still keeping like his personality. The, I love him. He's so great. And all the characters go through transformations like that in the show. What, what's so cool about this show is even with the part where uh, 
Piccolo comes and gets uh, Goku to fight. What's the guy's name? Raditz um, something? Raditz. Raditz. When the two of them decide to team up, right? I, he's obviously, he's the main villain before, right? Piccolo? Piccolo, yeah. He was the main villain at the end of Dragon Ball. What was cool is that even though that's only like, like what, like four, probably not, probably like even three like episodes in where they decided to team up. I was still kind of like, okay, this is really cool. And I know like nothing about these characters. But I was still kind of like, okay, this is awesome. And the whole fight was so cool. Oh, man. This show is just really, it's cool. I like it. I like it a lot. So another funny thing about it is, you know how like the Saiyans are the aliens and Mm -hmm. Goku learns that he's a Saiyan? Yeah. Well, the idea is that all Saiyans have names that sound like vegetables. (laughs) Like, it's funny. Goku's Saiyan name is Kakarot, which sounds like carrot. (laughs) I was wondering about that, actually. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, Raditz Raditz, sounds like radish. And then what are the other two? And then Nappa, which is like a type of like leafy vegetable. Okay. And then Vegeta. (laughs) That's awesome. Which is like vegetable. (laughs) That's hilarious, actually. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then Gohan. You know what Gohan Gohan means? No, I don't know what that means. It's a Japanese word that means rice. I like rice actually. So I yeah. like rice a lot. It was funny. I I loved Gohan kind of like right from the start. Like he's like, he's such an adorable character. <laughs> like, and like, yeah, uh, he grows all the way through Dragon Ball Z. That's he's, so cool. Goku is the main character, mm-hmm. really. But really, in Dragon Ball Z, it felt like Gohan was the main character. It it, it was so funny in the first episode when um the, what was it like a tiger takes his hat or something. Oh, like yeah. a saber tiger. So I, I just like cracked up at that part. Then he starts chasing it around. I thought that was hilarious. And then one thing you're going to notice is Goku is an idiot. Yeah, I, I kind of already kind of noticed that already. <laughs> the Dragon Ball is one of the most important things mm-hmm. and one of the most valuable things on Earth. And he takes the Dragon Ball and puts it on his little kid's hat <laughs> and lets him run around in the forest. <laughs> so, Crazy. Yeah. So I'm glad you're liking it. I really liked it. All of Dragon Ball Z I watched, like I said. And it got me super excited for this movie coming out in January. That's cool. And now I'm starting Dragon Ball Super, which is newer, so the animation is better style. And it's just a great story continuing, and I'm really enjoying it. And I'm probably going to watch more of it when we're done with the podcast. (laughs) How many episodes is Dragon Ball Super? Dragon Ball Super, I'm trying to remember. It's somewhere, I think it's like 130-ish. Okay. So it's shorter right now. But... um. Some of it still is not English dubbed yet. I think 80-something episodes are in English dub. Okay. And I think 53 are available on Funimation right now. I usually watch in Japanese, so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, with English subs? English, yeah. Actually, no. Not even with subtitles. I, I speak Japanese. That's yeah. a lie. <laughs> I, 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 I use <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Are you watching Dragon Ball in Japanese? Dra- yeah. Okay. Yeah, Japanese. What do you think of Goku's voice? It seems like high, really high pitched. Yeah, I really don't like it. That's why I like watching it's it in weird. English. Well, th- the thing that's weird like with me is that if I start watching something in one language, I have to stick with it. Because like mm-hmm. I, I don't like jumping from like Japanese to English or vice versa. It's just it's too weird to have them change voices for me. So Yeah. Yeah. And I think the but Japanese yeah, as you can... option was the first one that popped up, so <laughs> Okay. As you continue with the series, mm-hmm. characters to watch out for, watch the story of Piccolo, watch the story of Gohan, watch the story of Vegeta. Okay. I think those three have the coolest growth throughout the series. Cool. So Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to keep watching. Yeah, yeah, it's... I'm surprised with how much I enjoy it. 
and you can really tell by how many episodes I watched in two and a half weeks. <laughs> When's that uh, release date for uh, Broly? Oh, it's in January. Um, talk a little bit more about okay. Dragon Ball and your thoughts on it while I look it up. Well, Josh doesn't know this yet, but we're actually going to have a Dragon Ball. Actually, he probably does. We're going to have a special Dragon Ball Z special episode when that movie comes out. And we're just going to be talking about Dragon Ball all episode long and it's going to be super great and we're going to get a uh we're going to get a special guest for that week we're actually going to get goku himself here on the podcast and yeah he's going to tell us everything we need to know to uh to be expert fighters and it's going to be super awesome and i'm stalling for as long as i can josh anything I think he's All gone. Right, I'm back. Oh, he's back. No. I just, just January 16th. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was just telling them that we're going to have a special uh Dragon Ball Z special episode and Goku is going to be our special guest. Oh, lovely. Yeah, and he's going <laughs> to teach us everything we need to know to be super epic. And let's see. <laughs> it comes out in Japan on December 14th. Oh, dude, let's go to Japan. We can watch it early. <laughs> Now, there's this game that a lot of students at my school play on the phone called um, Dragon Ball Fighters. Dokkan Battle. Okay. And it is, I don't know really how to describe it, but you can like play as a lot of the main characters. Mm -hmm. And there's a Japanese version of the game that you have to get from the Japanese app store and an English version you have to get from the American app store. And a lot of them are really upset because the new characters from the movie are coming out on the Japanese version right after the movie comes out in Japan. But for the English version, you have to wait until January for the new characters to come. That sucks. The game. Ja Japan yeah. always gets the best stuff first, man. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but we're... Oh, at least I am. I'm excited for the movie oh, yeah. after what I've seen so far. Yeah, I can't wait. Now I just have to catch up on all of Dragon Ball Super before that, now which I I'm sure to, I can do. I have to watch like a bazillion episodes. Yeah, But I have a month. I have time. Now, if you want, you can look up online and find out what episodes are filler, which is essentially the Got time it. in between while they're waiting for new um, manga issues to come out to turn into the show. Mm -hmm. I watched all of it because I wanted to have the bragging rights to say I watched I, 291 yeah, I'll episodes. I probably just end up watching all of it, to be honest with you. But yeah, yeah, but there's like some stuff that like feels like it doesn't fit, and that's because they were just waiting for more mm -hmm. content to come out. They kind of made up their own stuff. Got it. Like the Garlic Jr., storyline you'll see it was it felt really weird like it felt like a whole shift change in where the show was going and i got really worried and then that saga ended it was really short i think five episodes and then it went back to normal well now i'm really curious to know what this garlic jr is he's so weird. <laughs> what is I that like okay yeah now I'm, now I'm really curious to watch more what episode is that like 50 or something i'm i don't remember okay i'll look it up okay it was really weird though that's but, hilarious yeah you got to keep watching because when goku comes back mm -hmm. that's like really where things start to get really good cool yeah i'll keep the watching first yeah the first uh, arc ends with the battle of nappa and vegeta versus goku nice and then you start what's called the namek arc which is where you learn where piccolo came from got it and where kami came from so that's a really cool arc too and then frieza is introduced and then after that you have the android 17 and 18 arc i have an iphone though not an android Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, um, you have the Majin Buu arc, and that ends Dragon Ball Z. Got it. And then Dragon Ball Super starts. So, yeah. Cool. It's 
It's cool. Would you rank it Let's among see. like your top three favorite shows ever? I'd say it's within the top five. As I continue to watch, it may go higher. Nice. I'm really enjoying it. All right. So are we done talking about Dragon Ball Z? I think we are. Okay. So now it's time for our game and activity. Josh, you want to kind of explain what we're doing? So this is an interesting activity. Mm -hmm. We it's it's different than anything we've really done before Mm -hmm. for activities. Most activities were we're kind of throwing out ideas for things or literally playing a game. Mm -hmm. But this activity, we're just going to talk about something. We are going to talk about things. We just talked about something that we recently got into. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to talk about things that we want to get into in the future. Now, when you say things that we want to get into, do you mean like, can they be franchises? I would say so. Or something that like you've heard about uh, relates to comics culture, something, you know, pop culture ish Mm -hmm. that you've heard about. And you're really interested in getting into it. Okay. So why don't you start? Because I'm kind of still thinking. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I am too. Okay. (laughs) I thought we were like, this is such a great idea. And then we never thought of anything. Let's see. Here's a little sticky note when we were thinking of ideas. Awkward Future. Yeah, we called it future interest. Talk about one to two things you are not currently into, but are interested in exploring in the future. Books games shows movies etc it can even be something you're just now getting into and you plan on exploring more okay i'll start then i have one okay okay so i mean we just talked about dragon ball z but i, I would say um anime is probably the, the big one that i really want to start getting into more uh cool the, the kind of the main shows that i watch I, I mean i mentioned it earlier was is my hero academia attack on titan uh, and then I've seen One Punch Man, really like One Punch Man, but those are kind of really the only three. And then, yeah, I'm watching Dragon Ball Z and Full Metal Alchemist. I just started too, but there's, I mean, my cousin gave me a whole list of anime he suggests I should watch. Uh, that, that's something I just kind of, I really want to start getting into. Plus also reading the manga, because I haven't done that like ever, which is crazy. Yeah. So I would say that's kind of like the big one for me. Uh, going into next year especially that i kind of want to start exploring more especially now that I, i've started kind of you know with persona kind of being the big one but like i'm trying to kind of get more into japanese pop culture more so cool yeah, yeah for similar note to me mm-hmm. um or for me is i'm interested in getting farther into drag it's weird to say that i'm just now getting into mm-hmm. it because of, i'm already over 300 episodes <laughs> in but I, I am just now getting into mm-hmm. it, and I really am excited about it to continue getting into it more. Yeah. And like you said, I want to read the mm-hmm. source material right. as well. So that's a big yeah, thing. Yeah, I me. feel like both of us have kind of like, um, I mean, you said we want to get into it more. I feel like we've really just scratched the surface of it, you know? So yeah. like we really have just kind of getting started kind of with those worlds and those characters and stuff. So And uh, My Hero Academia, which you should watch, by the way. I think you would really like it. Okay. Um, Honestly, it's one of my, my favorite TV shows ever. I love it. Uh, Attack on Titan, I really love too. One Punch Man's great. So it, it it's weird for me that I love a lot of these shows so much, yet I've only seen just a, like a handful of them, you know? So Well, that means it's a good show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So really looking forward to watching more anime and reading some some manga. So Yeah, even some of the video games I'm interested in getting into. Like for (laughs) Dragon Ball, there's Dragon Ball Fighter Z that I want to look into. And then Xenoverse 2, which is 
I've heard extremely difficult, and I've seen some of the gameplay, and it's so fast-paced. So I would probably suck at it, because I'm not good at fast-paced games. But I still want to play, because it looks fun. Have you heard of Jump Force? No, I haven't. So Jump Force is really cool. I don't know... I don't have the roster like on me, like who's going to be in the game. Basically, it's a crossover anime fighting game, where basically a ton of characters from all across the anime verses are coming together to just fight, basically. So That's after cool. I have to remember who's in it. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I, I I want to say some Dragon Ball characters are there. But cool, yeah. So I mean, I would get that, except there's only like a couple characters I know, so I, yeah. I'm not kind of well ver. Uh, I'm not really well rounded in that kind of aspect of pop culture yet, so mm-hmm. I don't know if I should be getting that right away. So, but yeah, that would be my cool. that'd be my pick, first pick. So, yeah, Is that yours too Same for me. Okay, funnily enough, yeah. All right. Um, I'll go to and do my next okay. one. My next one's way off topic. All right, like way way off topic. But um, economics. I've been oh, reading wow. a lot about economics and trying to get more into it, get a better understanding of how um, economic theory works. Mm-hmm. Not very pop culture related, but just something interesting that I've started reading more about. That's cool. You know, like how does tax law and tax code affect people? And then in turn, how does that affect a country's revenue? Mm -hmm. And then in turn, how does that affect business? That's cool. It's just interesting things to me. And then like, how does something work at a national level different than a state level, different than a corporate level? Mm -hmm. Because it it all works differently. Like you could do something at a national level that'll work great that won't work like in your business or vice versa. And it's just interesting stuff. That's cool. Like I said, completely off topic to comic and culture, but I guess it kind of relates to culture. Did you just start reading about economics and stuff, or um, recently? about a month ago or so, I started reading some stuff. Cool. I have a list of books I'm trying to get through, and I have a few economic books on there. And then I started reading one of them about halfway through it, and I'm really enjoying it. So plan on looking more into That's it. That's cool. My okay, so my next pick uh, would actually be related to video games. Uh, I want to get into streaming actually like video game streaming uh i mentioned this to you a few times josh but yeah i I, i've loved video games for kind of so long and i feel like lately i've kind of just been you know just playing kind of for myself and stuff but i don't know lately i've been watching more streamers pokemon i love you if you're watching this i doubt you are but i love you and (laughs) yeah it's just i I really kind of want to just start sharing those experiences with uh, with more people, especially because like, oh man, like I was playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider a couple months ago, and I, I, I kid you not, that game is a borderline horror game. Like, I, like it may not seem That's like cool. it, but it is a borderline horror game. And there was one level where you go in like this cave, and she's in per- Lara Croft's in Peru, um, trying to find like some city or something, but. Um, there's kind of like this ancient tribe that's like guarding like the, these sacred like lands or something. I don't know what's going on, but so so I started playing and it was it was getting late, but I hadn't turned on like the lights in my room, so it was kind of dark, right? Because uh, you know the moonlight was coming in and everything, um, and the sun was going down, so it's pretty dark. I was playing, and I kid you not, I was running through this like tomb. And all of a sudden, like, these tribal guys just start showing up with, like, axes and bow and arrows and stuff. And I, I went through that whole level so terrified. And the one thing that I thought of when I came out is, like, oh, my gosh, why did I not stream this game? Because it must have been so funny to just watch my reaction. Literally, I was jumping out of my yeah. seat, like, throwing things. I was pausing the game, like, so ter- <laughs> I was so scared, man. It was crazy. 
Um, and so that's kind of what really like wanted me to decide to like out, to, to stream. And then I've been watching other people do it, and it seems like a real fun time. So it's entertaining. It's really entertaining. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I want to say one more thing that I'm getting into, okay. and it's funny because it really relates to what you said, right. but in a weird way. Okay. So you said you're interested in getting into more gaming, mm-hmm. and then posting that essentially as YouTube videos. Yeah, basically, mostly, right? Yeah. Well, I think more well, live I'm interested mostly, but okay. yeah, I mean, kind of well, similar. I'm also interested in those two things, but separately. Okay. One, I'm interested in getting more into gaming, mm-hmm. um, especially now that I've had my gaming computer for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, just now getting into newer games because i've been playing a lot of older games onto it i want to catch up and start playing like shadow of the tomb raider assassin's creed mm-hmm. odyssey because i've been playing origins a lot and black flag oh, good games but just getting in yeah getting into gaming more mm-hmm. and then also separately getting into youtube yeah i actually started a youtube channel i have no videos on it yet my goal mm-hmm. is to make a bunch of videos and then start uploading them so i kind of have something to fall back onto if i get behind mm-hmm. but it's actually teaching music theory is That's my cool. idea so kind of like a, an educational channel, but kind of making it interesting and in-depth mm-hmm. so people who are interested in music theory can learn it in a way that I learned it. So that way, kind of like the college level way, mm-hmm. but without having to go to college. And kind of a basic music theory, though. Not yeah. anything like, you know, we had theory one, two, three, and four. Yeah. I expect the highest to go like theory two. Mm-hmm. So the idea of like what you would learn in an AP music theory course in high school, but online. And That's it can help cool. people study. Yeah, I yeah. think it'll be fun for me but um helpful for others i feel like you start to because you've been watching more youtube right is that what you've been saying like more people yeah i feel like like people kind of take uh like content creators i think for granted a little bit because like like lately you know i've been getting equipment been trying to uh like set up my twitch channel and everything and you realize like how much time and effort actually has to go in to making videos and like content online you know like, I made my first video, and it took me two days, and that was with no filming. Yeah. That was all computer stuff. So I'm now imagining the people that do computer graphics plus filming, right. that that takes a bunch more, even more time. Absolutely, yeah. And then the amount of money that goes into it, all I have is the microphone and the pop filter. Mm-hmm. But if you're filming, that's even more, Right, you know? yeah. Crazy. So, yeah. Is there anything else you have? or? That's all I can think of that I'm um, kind of starting to get into and hope to get into in the future. Cool. So, you? That's all for me too, and I think. All right, then I I think it's that time. It's the end, first episode of the Comic and Culture Cast. Yeah, and the best thing is we have plans for future episodes. Too. Yeah, we're, this isn't going to be the last you hear from us. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Actually, probably not. Yeah. You're probably not going to hear from us for like months. The first and last episode. No. <laughs> the first and last episode of the Comic Culture Cast. We will be back after Aquaman. Yeah. Cool. So you can look forward to that. Yeah. And All right. Well, if you're interested in talking to us in between mm-hmm. then, you can reach us on Twitter. I will start checking Twitter again now that we're bringing the podcast <laughs> back. Uh, mine's easy, at Joshua Comics. And I'm at Crobat1313. I think I might have changed it, but... Whatever. If if you tweet at me and nothing comes up, then I changed it and I'll get back to you on that. And thirteen thirteen is one three one three. Yes. Wailing Wolfish Aquaman, we've reached the end of the podcast. Well that's just too bad, Aqualad. I guess we'll have to see them next time. After my movie. Time to smash. See you later. Hell Hydra.
Okay, I'm done.